Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Fund Loans, an exception-based non-QM and jumbo wholesale lender that provides a make-sense lending experience. Get connected with Fund Loans by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. I'm your host, JP Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors. And today, I have my good buddy I just met, actually, Marcel Silla, a broker owner of Safe Trust Mortgage. What's up, Marcel? Nothing much. Uh, nice meeting you, JP. Thank yeah. you for having me on the Brooks Are Better podcast. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, no, glad to have you. This is cool. Um, first thing I got to say, I don't know if you watch uh, football, but my Eagles lost yesterday. Julian's Eagles. It was a tough day. I got to mention it. But we move forward, just like in the mortgage industry. Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win, and you keep on going. Absolutely. No, I thought the Eagles were going to have it yesterday. They went into the halftime with a 10-point lead. Yeah. And, uh, man, but that's exactly how the mortgage industry is, right? It's, Love it. It doesn't matter how you start. It's how you finish. Uh, right. Really good point, Julian. <laughs> cue that one up. We need that quote. Um, but I had to throw that in there. But uh, but anyway, uh, I hope you are well. Now, where is uh, Safe Trust? Where is that located? Yep. So we're located in Troy, Michigan. Okay. Nice. So, so not very, very Troy... close to uh, UWM. So it's very, that's what I thought. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. kind of outskirts of Detroit, uh, right near UWM Troy. Okay. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Well, I'm just getting to know you. Um, a lot of people out there want to get to know you. So I would love to hear a little bit about, hey, how you got in the more in- industry, where you started and, you know, what it took to get to where you're at right now, being an owner. Absolutely. So uh, again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh I got in the, in the mortgage industry in 2016. I was actually a, an underwriter too at UWM. Oh, very so nice. I got hired by UWM in 2016. Uh, within a year, I became a senior underwriter at UWM and then became a team lead. I was there for about three and a half years. And uh, as you know, United Wholesale Mortgage prepares you the mm-hmm. best training, uh, training in the country. So without UWM, I wouldn't be in, the, in this position that I'm at. Um, and then in August of 2019, I decided to go on the broker wholesale side and I joined a very, uh, very strong brokerage C40 mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021, July of 2021, we started safe trust mortgage. Ah, very nice. Very nice. So, um, do you have any, any partners with you or did you start your same? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we, I do have another individual, another partner, a uh, very, uh, very close friend of mine. Uh, she's not in the mortgage industry, cool. uh, but as you know, when you when you open up, when you're an entrepreneur mindset, you need capital in order to sure. make things work. Uh, so um, she provides a lot of monetary value. We provide a lot of non-monetary value in the mortgage industry uh, to, you know, to develop the team, to basically pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a 
an entrepreneur mindset as well. So we, we bounce off ideas between one another all the time. Hey, how's business is going? What should we be doing to get better? Mm-hmm. Uh, what new things have we come? Uh, do we have that, that we're going to have to roll out? And we meet almost every month together. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. So I, I like to ask, ask that question because um, everybody does it different. And that's what's great about being, a, number one, a business owner, but being a business owner in the mortgage industry, right? So Absolutely. Uh, like when I got started, it was just me and my brother, right? And, you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll tell my story real quick. I owned a home, uh, didn't have a lot of capital, but used a, a HELOC from my current home <laughs> to put a little bit of money. In, into the business, start nice and small, then end up selling that home, buying a new one. And with prices kind of, you know, escalating, you know, I got that paid off that home equity line. So, and you, you know, found a partner, everybody does it different. Right. And that's, what's really cool. Just business owning and in the mortgage industry, everyone's got um, different flavors of how they Absolutely. do things, which is very, very cool. So that's great. That's great. So, but before that, because you're bringing up entrepreneur type situations, Absolutely. Yep. What did you do before even going to UWM? I'd love to know your backstory. Very good. So right before, uh, as soon as I graduated from Oakland University, which is a university here in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, I, I I got an, a job in, in the uh, cost control in the automotive industry. Very nice. So I was a uh, cost analyst at the quality department for an automotive su- supplier here in Michigan. Uh, their name is Forcia. So they were a tier one automotive supplier. They supplied GM, Ford, uh, Stellantis. And then from that position, I went into a actually a quality uh, analyst. So cost analyst, quality analyst. And then I did that for about a year and a half. And then I wanted, I wanted to do something different. So the plant manager said, hey, I think you will be great becoming a production supervisor. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great. I like that idea as well. So I went into the production world and it was like going to boot camp, you know, and, and I I learned to this day, I say that has been the most valuable experience of my entire career so far, Uh, because being a production supervisor, um, I got to get so much knowledge when it comes to assembly lines, when it comes to Mm -hmm. having individuals work with you, you know, managing production, managing quality, managing, uh, um, uh, costs, managing employees. So I learned how to do it all. Mm -hmm. And, um, I got introduced to the assembly line method and then learning about processors, uh, learning how to tweak things to make them faster, make them quicker. Uh, and then in the automotive industry, we had to run what we call a just in time. So we Mm -hmm. produce parts today to deliver it to the client tomorrow. Wow. So it was interesting. So in in the automotive industry or in any business, the less inventory you have, the bigger your profit margins are. Because if you keep more inventory, things change. Like your your uh, your clients can say, hey, I don't want that part anymore because Mm -hmm. I have changed the spec here. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they change the spec, all the inventory, you have to scrap it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why the less inventory you hold. The less expensive and more uh, profit margins you have down the down the line, down the stream. Uh, but again, that has been the most valuable experience that I translate all that experience into my mortgage broker shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to setting up processes uh, that 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 are client service oriented, 
that are streamlined. And mm -hmm. then when you make it a linear assembly line mindset, mm -hmm. um, you get you get to know where your bottlenecks are, like what mm -hmm. your what you need to do to get better. And then if something is not working out, you can you can look at that area and fix it fast. Cool. Yeah. So my biggest thing now, now I'm interested even more. Right. So, um, again, different flavors of how people do things. Right. I'm just getting it, just meeting you now. But um, we could be a little bit different. I'm very um, feeling and organic, and which is a place in every business, right? Mm -hmm. With my business, you seem to be more, you know, procedure, right? Looking at numbers a bit more, kind of following the flow. I'm not saying you don't have any of the right. organic, but th this is very, uh, now I would love to implement some of what you're doing probably into my business, right? Absolutely. What I would say is what I'm um, coming from the automotive industry, like you said, and we can say any business, there's like a widget, right? Like before Absolutely. it was parts, this is a mortgage. But mortgage isn't very uh, tangible, right? As a, an actual part. So what has been the biggest difference between the two industries, um, even if you had the same type of assembly type line? What's the biggest difference between the two? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of similarities, actually. But the biggest difference is that now mortgages are client service oriented right yeah so you you, you have to deal with uh, with so many different parties uh, that are involved in the mortgage uh transaction mm -hmm. and then that being the most important which is the, the client mm -hmm. and then it's more of a client uh facing uh, mm -hmm. role and that was a huge transition for for, sure. for us uh but with the uwm experience you mm -hmm. know you mirror assembly you mirror client service and you put them together you can create a very strong mortgage platform. Yeah. Uh, so that's where our, our, our mission has been here. And um, the past year we've, we've done, we've, we've placed all of these procedures in place, all the platform in place. And this year we're, we're, we're ready to take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because like you said, I would think a big change was, like you said, you have the auto part, but yep. now you have actual human beings. They're, they're mm -hmm. not a part. You know, but there's a lot of different, right? Different ways that you can exactly. go about it. So yeah, I can certainly see that being a challenge. But I guess, like you said, starting at UWM, figuring that part out, um, and then throwing the different, you know, real estate agents, you know, obviously clients, title, appraise, all types of things that kind of get thrown in the mix. So I bet it was a different challenge for you, but you were prepared from a yep. certain level. Absolutely, nice. and. and uh, there's uh, to uh, to to go a little bit more in detail in the automotive industry. There's a lot more moving parts mm -hmm, uh, because mm -hmm. you have so many suppliers, so many mm -hmm. material coming in, and then in the mortgage side, honestly, we don't have a lot of moving parts. You know, sure. Uh, and then you can streamline it even more. You and and nice. Uh, that's the beauty beauty of it. And uh, my call to action to the mortgage broker community is: we do a very good job at benchmarking one another or we do a very good job at benchmarking what uh the hussy team is doing mm -hmm. we do a very good job at benchmarking what nexa and all the big broker shops are doing mm -hmm. uh, but i also want to call out that hey let's try benchmarking you know the automotive industry let's benchmark the e-commerce industry mm -hmm. you know amazon is doing great things in the point of sale mm -hmm. so when sure. you combine when you benchmark in every industry we can all learn from uh, from the other side and implement it into our businesses. Yeah, no, that's great. I love how you've used 
um, other parts of your career and your life and kind of brought it in and, and really implement it. It's really cool. It, that's the very mm-hmm. organic side I'm seeing. You went through all of this and you taken it and you really put it together. So let's go even a bit deeper so people even understand it, right? Absolutely. So safe trust, right? Um, we have you, obviously. How many uh, loan officers do you have at the company? And tell us a little bit more about the setup. Then I want to go deeper and how those policies and procedures really happen. Absolutely. So um, at Safe Trust, we, right now we have five loan officers. Uh, we have an HR department. We have uh, eight processors with an operations team leader. So the operations team leader um, uh, takes care of the processing side. Uh, I lead the company and I also lead the sales team. Okay. Uh, And then this year we're looking to grow and we added an HR uh, manager to recruit and bring people on board. Um, But the way I lead my sales team is very, very structured. We use um, Bonzo as our CRM. Okay. um, And... It's a great tool to have. We have uh, workday goals where, hey, every single day we have to reach out to, I'm just using that as an example. Sure. We have to reach out to, uh, you know, five real estate agents. You know, uh, let's send a video out. Let's introduce ourselves, who we are. So uh, in our sales side, I wanted to bring a lot of structure in mm-hmm. and then a lot of goal-oriented mindset, mm-hmm. which is almost like production. Like sure. every day, you know, you as an individual, you have a certain production uh, to hit. I call it goals, okay? Uh, and in the morning, here's our goals. Everybody knows. But every day, there's something new, something variable. So they can pick what they want to work on mm. that specific day. So in the beginning, here's our goals. At, at, at the middle of the day, which we call it halftime, mm. uh, I always look, hey, guys, how are we doing with our goals? Are we on pace to hit them? Uh, how's our day looking? You know, mm. that's exactly what I learned from the manufacturing side, where every hour you have to look at where, where you are in terms of production. You know, uh-huh. uh, you know, with, with the current resources we have, we look at it in the morning, halftime, and then before we go home as, and then, and then uh, manage the, you know, the, the goals that way. Mm-hmm. But that's the biggest thing that I've learned from the manufacturing to this side where it's, it's production-based. Sales mm. is a production-based role. You know, processing is a production-based role. Uh, with client service and the structure that we have implemented in place helps us achieve that, you know, Mm -hmm. and then we have turn times in place. We have SLAs, we have queue management, um, but we try to keep it and roll out things that that we can actually do. Yeah. 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 This is great. I want to stop you there because I want to piggyback on this. So um, this is great. Like the goal oriented and breaking Mm -hmm. up and having different goals. It's great especially now, right? So business is a little bit slower kind of for everyone in terms of actual deals, right? And Mm -hmm. contracts or whatever you want to say. So I was just speaking with my team this morning and said, hey, a good goal. And this is a little bit not as structured as yours, but how are you doing getting new leads in? That's the first goal. And we could put a goal there. The next part is how many of those clients are actually looking at homes? Sure, we pre-approve them, but maybe they're just waiting a year. But now they're, how many people are actually actively looking? And then that's where we're focusing now, not actual contracts as much, because that will come as long as you do the other goals, right? So a lot right. of people might say, oh, how many deals do you do this month? Well, it wasn't that much in terms of fundings, but we're 
we're really building up. We're building. We're building it. Correct. Yep. Because I think that's what people need to think about right now. You have to build this structure and allow it to go instead of thinking I need to have a funded loan today. That's putting the cart before the horse. You need exactly. to put those processes into play. Anything else you can say on that? No, no. I think you did a, a very good job at explaining it. But our biggest saying in here is whatever you do today pays off in the next three yes. to six months. Mm -hmm. it, it, and then everything that you do will pay off in the next three to six months. Mm -hmm. So every channel or every goal is a different pipeline that mm. you're building. Mm. Uh, let it be the real estate agent channel. Let it be mm. your other referral partners. You know, let it be financial planners. But everything has to be a goal so that way you can work on it every single day so that way you can focus on it. Mm -hmm. And in the long term, it will pay off. Yeah, I mean, this is a big part of this. This shows me a little bit more about your time at UWM, right? Because Matt Ishbia will always look to 2025. It's 2023. Absolutely. You know, we're we have to think that way, and then along the way, have goals that we're hitting exactly. and allow it to get there, right? Instead yep. of putting all that pressure on to do it right, right now. It's great. Yep. It's what it's a short term goals, but it's the long term vision. So the, the the goals is what will take you to the long term vision. Uh, and if we if we have that mindset of we we have the mindset of every day. So what would we, what are we doing every single day to hit those uh, production goals? To hit those goals, and we know that just like production, that goal will be reached. Correct. And then if it's not if 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 we're unable to reach it, let's take a look at uh, see what, what what we can tweak. We call it um, and again it's another manufacturing mm -hmm. uh, term. We call it quick response, continuous improvement. So it's a it's a method of looking at hey, so this is the uh, this is what my goal was. This is the reason, uh, like trying to root cause. This is the reason why I didn't hit it. Okay, and what actions are you going to implement to try something different mm -hmm. to fix the reason uh, to fix the root cause? Yeah. So uh, it's quick response, continuous improvement. Um, we we implement that on the sales side. And we also implement that on the processing side closing side. So in every department where uh, let's say we have a quality control problem. Okay. Uh, we're, we're making the same, um, you know, challenge, uh, same mistakes in processing mm -hmm. we're providing, uh, you know, we're not reviewing the, the document the correct way. Mm -hmm. Every team member, we put them on that quick response, continuous, uh, uh, you know, methodology program. And then we work with them. Uh, it's mm -hmm. about figuring out the correct root cause. So we want to get down to the truth. Like what, what, what's the reason why um, we were not able to achieve or we were not able to review the document the correct way? You know, what did we miss? And then implementing a corrective action. So that way we can correct uh, that mistake. So we take it very seriously. It's almost like a co coaching opportunity. Yeah, sure. Um, and and a lot of uh, a lot of our team members are very open minded when it comes to that because it has become a culture. Uh, mm -hmm. especially same, same with me, whenever I, I don't do something the correct way, uh, we open it up, we open up mm -hmm. the QRCI and then I actually sit down and other, other team members say, Hey, this, this is the reason of the root cause. I implement corrective action. So that way I can get better. I can mm -hmm. become more effective and then change that process. Yeah. So it's a, it's a coaching opportunity. It's a coaching uh, methodology that we use and it's very very similar to um what the great broker shops do and, and mm. they always talk about hey we get better every day 
but that's a system we have in place. It's very simple, very effective. And then, then you get to know the truth of the reason of the root cause, and then it helps you implement new things so that way um, you can avoid and get better. Yeah, no, I love this because sometimes you'll have offices where, number one, um, nobody speaks up if there's an mm -hmm. issue, right? And that can be tough. That's tough for everyone, right? And it can keep uh, 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 people keep dwelling on the mistake. Why is nothing changing, right? What it sounds like you guys done is you started early and said, this is what we're going to do, right? And then it's okay. Hey, we don't hit a goal if we if, if there's a, an error or a mess up. Okay, let's just figure out what it was and let's correct it. I'm not exactly. mad at you, you know, exactly. but we have a process in place to help because we all make mistakes, right? Absolutely. So you guys got ahead of it, which I'm sounding like you don't let it uh, fester and say, nope. it's okay, let's just go fix it now. It's not a big deal. Now, how many times do you look at, find that root cause? Is that a daily basis or? we, we It's a weekly basis. Okay. So we, we want to do it where uh, every, every, mistake that we make you know whatever whatever it may be uh, uh and then we slowly i'm slowly building the sales side right now so it's mm -hmm. uh, it's a process in the sales side but it works well on the processing side mm -hmm. uh, where we open it up daily but it, it's going to take time cool. to, to yeah. figure out the, the root cause because we truly believe in order to to come up with the correct corrective action you got to figure out the correct root cause sure and sure. then that's when different, the, the team leader gets involved, the process gets involved, and then they look at, all right, uh, let's look at the, the, the audit logs, see what you did, look at, let, let's look at, you know, your past training, have you been trained on this, have you, uh, and then they come up with, with the root cause, okay, this is the reason why uh, uh -huh. you were not able to, you know, to review the income the right way, because we never trained you. We never trained uh, you, right, it's not their fault, yeah. maybe it's something here, exactly. let's figure it out, got so it. So okay. there's always a root cause, and we try to aim for finding the correct one to, to the basic truth. So that way we can know how to help that team member out and mm -hmm. then put, put things in place of, hey, this is what we recommend this uh, for corrective actions or even better. They come up with the correct yeah. corrective actions mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they, they know they're, um, you know, we're, we're a hybrid model and most of our processes work from home. Uh, so they're like, hey, Marcel, this is the reason why I did it this way. Uh, but here's what I'm going to do moving forward. And and what best way for them to come up with their own corrective action. And, and we, we look at, I, I think that's a great idea. I think that's the right solution. Let's, let's, uh, let's try this and see how it works out. Yeah, man, you guys are a machine. I'm, I think I might be calling you Marcel the machine from now on, man, because you're <laughs> running. We're, we're, I know you're working on it. I'm just saying, yeah. I love it. Love the concept. I love that you're changing it all the time. It's never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Continue to improve. I would bet if there's, um, goals for an individual loan officer right trying to find a root cause or whatever you have that with your company as well like you were saying Absolutely. you know you're it's a constant type of flowing organic type way but yeah. with a plan in place i think that's what i was trying to get at a lot of people don't have a plan in place you have a plan in place and then we will figure it out as we go because we have the plan it's great absolutely yep yeah. that's how you build community that's how that's how you get better and it's meant that's what it's meant for to build that 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 structure in place to bring that culture like hey it's okay uh, because in production i can tell you a million things can happen mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. things that you can't imagine will happen mm -hmm. same in the mortgage industry mm -hmm. uh, you know, things that we can't imagine throughout the process will happen 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, let it be an income issue, let it be a appraisal issue, let it be a title mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good thing is, mortgages are not that complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the manufacturing side, a million things can happen. And then we bring that same mindset here, where a million things can happen, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's how we respond to it. That quick mm-hmm. response, continuous improvement, that helps us solve that problem quickly, and then uh, come up with a corrective action and move on. That's great. That's awesome. I do want to jump to um because I, I I I could see the process in place. I would think you're like you said you're building the sales team, right? You mm-hmm. just hired an HR person in recruiting, right? So Correct. how's recruiting going right now? What's the feeling out there? What are some of the recruiting techniques you guys are using to bring in some more uh, LOs? So uh, we we rolled it out of having some structures in place, like the onboarding process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've developed that. Um, and then we're focusing on marketing now. So we're going after uh, the, the retail uh, loan officers mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to bring them in on, into our, what we, what I call the broker, sh- uh, broker shop platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're attacking our LinkedIn. Uh, slowly, we're going to uh, do a thrive in the wholesale Facebook live videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then g- capture those interested parties, and then we put them on the on, on the on the follow up emails to see how we can help their business grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our blo- broker shop platform is meant to support the loan officer and to support their business grow. And then, mm-hmm. and the big opportunity that we see here is retail loan officers. Okay, um, and that's you know with our technology, with our pricing, with our loan option uh, uh, capabilities that we have in the broker shop community. Um, I see it as a, a win for the retail loan officers. Oh, yeah, no and doubt. We're, we're going to make it a huge focus uh, for to pass on that message and then try to bring them on board. Um, but we're slowly getting there. You know, we, we rolled it out with when it was 30% perfect. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. and, and I've learned, as, as you know, there's no such thing as perfect. We can only go towards it and, 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 and try to improve things and get better and get better. But this was something that we're, Hey, let's start and we'll learn along the way. Uh, so I think it, it's a learning curve. It, it hasn't been um, very effective at the moment, but mm-hmm. that's okay. We're sitting mm-hmm. down, we're coming up every single day. We're coming up with, all right, we should tackle it this way. What should we be doing to reach more people? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's that's one, one of the things that we came up with is, um, I know that some of the biggest broker shops out there do this play where, mm-hmm. hey, online, you got to be on social media. Mm-hmm. That's where where loan officers are. That's where people are. And then that's how you can uh, reach more people. So mm-hmm. we want to start with uh, what we call the Thrive in Wholesale campaign. So we're going to start it in exactly. March and then uh, do it maybe once to tw- two, uh, two times a week. And then uh, uh, maybe one midweek and then on the weekends. That on the weekends, you can probably get more more engagement yeah. mm-hmm. um and then that's something that that we're aiming to do so that way we can reach more people and bring more people on board yeah how about let's can we talk a little without saying exactly what it's going to be could you tell us a little bit uh, more about the thrive and wholesale campaign of what that's going to be about that would be cool yeah. so uh again I'm, I'm i'm going back to my manufacturing experience and then uwm experience uh i've looked at the macro overview of what is it going to take for a retail loan officers to come on board mm. okay uh, they need a, 
they need a good amount of resources. They need a good amount of uh, 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 structure. Correct. So I like to keep it as simple as possible, mm. you know, and I call it the broker shop platform. That's it. You know, CRM, LOS, and your partner lenders. That's it. And then, and then, and then a, um, uh, we use, you know, workplace, which is by, by Facebook mm-hmm. um, to bring it all together, to communicate, to, to collaborate. And that's it. We keep it as simple as possible because we need to keep it as, as lean as possible. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. way um, we can keep mar- margins high, keep costs low, sure. and then we can pass on that savings to the clients or the LO or whomever. Yeah. And you have to let the LOs be able to do what they do best, with, mm-hmm. right? Is is selling, right? And, and being on the phone and, and, and when there's all this other stuff that could go wrong in the LOS or there's no structure, I, this is, this is kind of not all of them, but a lot of the retail places that are a bit older, right? These LOs are spending a lot of time just fixing issues, right? Yep. So that's what I, I believe you're trying to figure out is, hey, we're, we're kind of simplifying this game. Yep. We're taking away all the stuff that doesn't really need to be there. Exactly. We're streamlining it. So now you can go out, get more deals, make money, right? And and do more volume because, hey, we're being lean as well. Exactly. Right? You have to do volume exactly. if you're staying lean. So um, exactly. that's why I can see that structure and you recruiting some more LOs that, that, that just want to sell, right? And and not and yep. and meet goals and 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 have fun with it a bit more yep. and worrying about all the stuff you know because technology be as efficient as possible uh, mm-hmm. because with, with your uh, in the production world you know you you have eight days ten, uh, ten excuse me eight hours mm-hmm. ten hours mm-hmm. in your day to become efficient mm-hmm. and and then keep it keeping it as lean as possible you know, not adding extra uh, things no. that you don't need in the process and mm-hmm. then focusing exactly on what the vision and mission is uh, and the goals are on a daily basis and then having the correct technology, having the correct support to achieve those goals. So um, mm-hmm. that's why we went with, you know, keeping as simple, as lean as possible. So that way, you know exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. Let's not yeah. overcomplicate yep. this. Like, like exactly. you said, and, and it's funny for me of not being in the auto industry, you said this is a lot less than the auto world, right? And a I think less. this is super complex. It's refreshing to have someone in the industry that says, hey, it's not as hard as you're making it out to be. Yep. We just have to follow these processes, stay structured, and we're going to be good. And with technology is huge, I would think. We Absolutely. haven't had the technology, you know, even five, six years ago, what we have now. You know? Absolutely. No, I, I as an LOS, we use Arrive. Uh, it's a great platform. It's a great uh, loan origination software. And then that's one of the reasons why we're so successful and why our process are so streamlined because of uh, what the broker community was able to achieve through Arrive mm-hmm. and then helping Arrive. Uh, um, they have a very open mindset. They listen to us. And every single month, they make that platform better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And um, we're very happy with Arrive. Oh, yeah. It has helped our, our processes be so streamlined. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. Yeah, Arrive's great, and that flows into Bonzo, I'm assuming, yep. right? And then, yep. you, But Absolutely. you said you're keeping it simple. I haven't heard 100 things you're using. You're keeping it simple and working with what you simple have. Simple as possible. Yeah. Yep. I do want to talk about um, 
so anyway, thriving wholesale coming in March. I'm going to be curious to take a look at that. I'm sure I'll be able to see it. And I, I'm very curious to see what that is because that's Absolutely. where things are going. These LOs are looking to make a change. They just don't know how or they don't know um, what it's all about coming from retail to the broker model. And we have to continue having people like yourself putting together campaigns that talks about how different, faster, cheaper, efficient that it is on this size. And we're not just saying that, you know, it really is with the right processes in place. It just is. Yep. Absolutely. So, and uh, the, mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Nope, I was just going to say that's that's the vision of Thriving Wholesale, of just putting that message out there that uh, you can thrive in the wholesale uh, community as a, as a as a loan officer. And then right. for us that we're in, we're in this uh, uh, broker side, we understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that having more people on the retail side, you know, at least pay attention to our message, pay attention right. to to the vision. It, it could be the difference maker uh, of them jumping on board and joining uh, joining uh, the broker side. So. Yeah. All right. So we talked a little bit about marketing towards um, LO, maybe a retail LO. What are some of your LOs doing right now in this current environment to market out uh, to their, their book of business, their real estate partners, their financial planners? What are some things you're doing from the individual LO standpoint? Absolutely. So uh, part of their workday goals is to... Uh, send text messages, send videos uh, to mm -hmm. real estate agent partners, send market updates uh, through, uh, uh, and then this is where Bonzo comes in place, where they, it does it very effectively. Uh, but another initiative that we that we come up with uh, is what we call workshops, uh, and then let it be through Zoom, Google Meet, where it's about connecting with people, connecting with uh, prospects such as agents buyers and then and then every single every single month two times a week from this time to this time we're going to have that workshop open mm -hmm. and then where uh, buyers can come in and learn about hey what's the, what's uh, the mortgage process or an agent learning how to do marketing um uh, and it the idea was born from i pay attention to and benchmark other industries um you know I, i've looked at apple how apples does things when you when you go to the apple store you look at the genius bar, you know, mm -hmm. you go in there and you can, you can learn and it will help you with any challenge that you have. Let it be from how do, how do I upload a photo or a video on Facebook? So we're, we're trying to take that concept mm -hmm. and then put it in the broker shop world mm -hmm. where agents can come in. It's an open door policy. Come mm -hmm. in, come and learn. You will be surprised when some individuals don't know, uh, what some other tools that we have mm. or agents don't know what tools we have that way we can make them more efficient and that way they can reach more uh, buyers mm. and it's about just having that open door policy they come in they can learn about anything that they want in marketing uh, generating leads uh -huh. underwriting um, you name it all, all, all of those things that's nice so so consistency is is key in this as well right Yep. So let's, for example, because um, I might steal this idea now, Marcel, but Go hey, for it. two times a week, right? Let's say you're having workshops, right? And I would I would think they're probably around the same days, same times. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, now, are these in person or are they on, on you know, Facebook? Like, how's that working? So we're going to start in, in person. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with in person and then we're going to we're going to move it to online for 
out of state uh, real estate Got agent it. partners. Okay. Uh, so in, in the beginning, we we want to bring, you know, an, a loan officer, an underwriter, a leader, mm. in these workshops where we're a team, and then that individual. Obviously, we're gonna have subjects that we're gonna go over, mm. right? So we want to lead with providing value of, okay, marketing. This is what we think marketing should be as a broker shop. And then we, we assist the real estate agents of uh, setting up their, their, their marketing strategies and then let it be from, hey, how do I add a video on my Gmail? Or mm, how do I anything. even yeah. what platform to use to record my videos? How do I manage my database? Um, it's things like that, that we can add value without anything in return uh, and then the workshops will be a will be success on that side. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. that's what I think a, a successful workshop will be of just making it an open door policy. Um, but you have a and then add value. You have a theme for each workshop. Yes. So every yep. workshop, if you do two a week, you might have two different Correct. themes, and then Correct. that could catch someone to be like, "Hey, I do need help with that. I should go to the worksheet." Okay. Yep. All right. That's great. But we're gonna have different team members. Yeah. So each team member is going to talk. So we're going to have a marketing team member uh, that that's that or or a loan officer that that excels in marketing. Mm -hmm. So that individual is going to help those those buyers or agents that need help in marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about um, let's say a buyer comes in and then talk about the mortgage process or how to help build their credit score. So different types of mm -hmm. workshops that mm -hmm. you can come in and you can ask anything but yes they are going to be theme-based but not only to the theme based we, we want to be like the, the genius bar where yeah they can come in and we can solve almost any any challenges that they're having ah i like that okay and you started doing these already you said no nope, uh, well, not no. yet and then the first one is uh planned for march there's a lot of things uh, uh coming up in march oh, i got you i love yeah. it man hey march let's go baby exactly um, i'll tell you what we've been speaking for almost 40 minutes already which is crazy right so um, I do always I end by. these. Yeah, it flies. I always end these with two two questions, right? And I love to get your thoughts on these, right? So, if you were a brand new loan officer to the industry, or looking to reinvent yourself, which everybody has to do right now, no matter how long you've been in the business, right? What is one or two things that you would tell that person, right, to reinvent themselves right now in the mortgage industry? Very good. Very good question. So here's here's what I th uh, what I would tell a brand new loan officer or a retail loan officer join the the, the broker side. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Tony Robinson, mm -hmm. um, and the first thing is you got to find your why. Mm -hmm. If you find your why, it's gonna make there's a million ways of how to do it. But you got to find your why, and then connect with a with a a coach that has done it. Mm -hmm. So connect with somebody. And that, that already has done what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. So figure out what your why is, why you're doing all this, okay, what your, what your passion is and what your why is. Because if you know your why, you know your, what your what is, and there's a million hows mm. the way you can go about things. So mm -hmm. figure out what your why is and then connect with somebody that can be your coach mm. and, that, 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 and an individual that has already done it because they're going to be – They've already done it. They've been successful at it, and they they can pinpoint things and coach you on what you need to tweak, so that way you can mm -hmm. go after your why. So that way mm -hmm. you can achieve your why. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have um like like you're saying, forget about mortgages for a minute, yep. right? Like forget figure out what you want, why, like you know, um why you're doing this. And that could be anything, could be for your family, it could be yep. to vacation more, whatever it is, you have the why, and then you know, you bring it, and then it makes everything a bit more clear. There's not as exactly. much pressure. You know what your goal is. More clear, more clear, yeah. but you will never yeah. give up on your why. Correct. Yeah. You will never give up on your why because the why is the most important thing. Right. doesn't matter what and, anything else and, is. Uh, that is once, it. once you know your why, it's 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 what drives that individual. Mm-hmm. Why are why are you doing this? And it, it, it's, it, it makes things, it puts it in perspective, and it just makes that in the, you can coach that individual in many directions. Hey, the reason why I'm coaching you or the reason why we do this is because of our why. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because I want to. You no, know, it's mm-hmm. not because uh, mm-hmm. we feel like doing it this way. Uh, but we know our why. And we believe implementing these things is how we can achieve our why on, a, uh, on an every single day basis. Mm. That's great. I love it. Cue that up, Julian. I love it. Um, <laughs> last question. Um, this is looking into the future and we can't predict it. Right. But where do you see the, the mortgage or real estate industries where in two to three years, what could look different? I, I think uh, that's an, another great question. Uh, again, by no means am I an expert at it, sure. uh, but I do rely on uh, other experts to, to develop an opinion for myself as well. Uh, be, uh, because um that's when when you learn from other individuals when you hear their opinion you can filter it out you can say oh i you know this is in line with my outlook as well but here's what i believe i think uh in terms of interest rates they're going to be relatively high in, in the same position as the where they are now for the remainder of the year uh you know the price stability is not there and then the goal for the federal reserve system uh, is and that's one way that's only two tools that they have, which is, you know, the, the, the rates to uh, put them uh, and leave them where they are. So that way the price stability can, things can become more affordable. So mm-hmm. I, I see rates remaining very, very, uh, you know, to this level for the remainder of the year. Uh, and then the, the, the supply is another challenge. You know, there's mm-hmm. the low supply is what's keeping these, uh, you know, prices where they are. So, Yes, the Fed is trying to, to, to keep the rates there, maybe, you know, um, move them to the lower side, but they can't yet because of the, mm-hmm. because of the supply challenge. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do see this. It's not something that can easily be resolved in a year or two. I do see it continuing for 2023 and then, um, you know, especially six months into 2024 as well. Okay. Um, yeah. And then until like we it. resolve that supply, supply uh, challenge. Uh, because we do have the the rate lockdown where so many individuals refinanced and they're not going to move. They're not going to move anytime soon because if, even if they do, their mortgages are not going to be as affordable as they were two years mm-hmm. ago. So it, it's going to take some time until they forget that they have low interest rates. <laughs> and yeah. It has to be a very good reason for them to to move to a different state. You know, uh, obviously job related, family related. Those are easy reasons, but mm-hmm. it has to be an affordable reason now. So mm-hmm. we just have to get through this hump uh, and then the affordable affordability will get there. I, I do believe on what the Fed is doing is the right thing. You know, we should have done it a lot sooner uh, because I do have a economics background. That's what I went to 
uh, Oakland University for, for an economics background. Um, we should have done it, acted a lot sooner. It's just going to take a, longer than, than, than I originally thought for us to get into that equilibrium. Yeah. Being- so, so what Marcel's saying is get your processes in line, get the structure together, stay the course, because once we get over the hump, you better be prepared for that because then it's going to explode. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, thank you, Marcel. It was nice to meet you. Uh, I took a lot from this meeting. I took a lot of notes right here, and I'll be trying to implement some things that you're doing. And, of course, if you need anything from me, uh, always get at me. Thank you so much for having me on the Brokers Are Better podcast. Uh, I I would love to continue staying in touch with you. And uh, let me know if you have any questions and, uh, and how what value I can bring to you and your team and the broker community. Awesome. Appreciate Thank it. you so much, Marcel. Good luck yep. the rest of the year, man. Same to you. We'll keep in touch. All right, later. Bye-bye. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get health care for your team. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues. Join the referral list change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.